Welcome to the Success Journey Show. Let's travel together through the lives of individuals on the road to success. Hey, what's going on, travelers? It is Ricky Ventures and Marlon Madden, and we're back with you again for another episode of the Success Journey Show. What's going on, Marlon? How you doing today, man? Oh, man, you know, uh, another day, another dollar, like they say, or a dollar fifty. Depends on where you at. So, you know, I'm here just, just chilling, man. How you doing? The extra dollar fifty going in your gas tank, man, with your gas yeah, prices yeah, going yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I'm just like, I don't pay attention to it much. You know, I'm just going to fill up. I remember yep. back in the day, it used to really like, oh, man, gas is $3. Oh, man, blah, blah. and now it's just like, whatever. What is the gas? Okay, just put it in a car. Yep, I, got $20, yep, yep. I got $20 in my hand. Or I got yeah. $40 I'm putting in there. So uh, whatever I get for $40, yeah, that's what, that's pretty much minimum when you can spend it on a gas tank now. Um, that's how much I get. So yeah, it, it, and it dawned on me to today, I was listening to the radio, they're like, yeah, gas prices are up. Uh, I was like, oh, really? Oh, I didn't know. But anyways, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Man, uh, I'm doing good, dude. Just... Um, Man, what's going on in my world? A whole lot is going on. We came back from our our conference a few weeks ago, and I don't think we even. Oh yeah, we 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 did have an episode uh, that we shot during the conference, but I don't think we shot one after the conference. We no, no, no. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, so I don't think we did any uh, after the conference. I don't even know, right? So, um, yeah, it was amazing. We had a great time. Um, we were out there, met a lot of people that are really um, excited about what we're doing. And I was just affirmation, dude. Like, like being there in that space, knowing all the work we put in behind the scenes um, and just receiving the affirmation that we received, it was just like, it, it was overwhelming at, at some point. I was like, wow, this is this is big, man. This is big. And it, it just encourages you and give you more strength to keep pushing, keep going after goals, keep doing things because you know, you don't know when it's going to, you know, the fruit is going to bear, right? But um, if you just keep planting those seeds, man, it, it's it's bound to grow, man. Nurture it; it's bound to grow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was exciting. We had a good time. It was cold. Never go to never go to Chicago in the wintertime again. It's funny because <laughs> I saw a conference today online, and they're having two this year. And guess where one of them is going to be held. Chicago. In Chicago in March. I was like, oh, that definitely ain't happened. <laughs> I don't care how good that conference is. I would not find myself in Chicago again in the wintertime. Um, but it was good. It was good. What about you, man? Um, you know, yeah, that conference was, you, you know, you you talk about the affirmation and stuff in the pre uh, preparation. But what I was so, you know, flabbergasted, ex uh, excited, whatever adjective you want to use about the whole thing was that I saw some of the people's team and their engine was pretty big. And when I looked at the engine that we had, we had, we, we were getting the same output with a smaller engine. Right. Mm -hmm. So in the world of racing, I never raced before, but I think if I had a small engine and I'm still competing with the guys that have a big engine and still get the same output, the same times on the track, that's a win because then I wouldn't have to, uh, uh, put so much more money into my engine as as other people. So I, I was just that's that that for me was one of the biggest things that I saw that our engine yeah. is small, 
but we're still getting the same outputs. And that was just affirmation for me that you don't always have to have 5,000 people behind you. Um, it's, it helps to have different people strategically placed in other places because then you don't have the workload on yourself. However, if you can accomplish a lot of the stuff by yourself, um, it pays off and it pays dividends. Yep, yep. It, it was great, man. It was, uh, you know, you like, like Marlon said, you know, you had a lot of guys, big outfits, you know, you know, a, a lot of marketing going behind them. You see that rent, they, they, they lease out the huge spaces and all that kind of right. stuff. And even our space know, was, was a blessing. Oh, yeah, yeah. We ain't gonna give that secret away in case they give, yeah, it, I guess they, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they go, they go shoot us down the next time. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> but it was a blessing, a huge blessing. Shout out to uh, the conference for um, for the spot that we reserved. But you know, it's it turned out to be even more of a blessing than we thought. <laughs> yes, 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 definitely, definitely. Nah, but you know, you know, man, talk about it. We'll talk about it. we're going to have a, a great guest coming today. But one other aspect that I really, really enjoyed about the trip is just the company that that we were out there with, you know, Correct. no knock to anybody that, you know, you, you know, partying and drinking and everything like that, whatever, it's all good. It was just a matter of like, we were just, Hey, we were good after, after it was done. I right, let's get back to the hotel down the business. All right, we'll make some food, boom, boom. Talk about what we're going to do the next day. Got the business, you know, had some fun jokes, laughs, stayed up you know, talk, and then we're right back at it the next day. You know, we didn't have to deal with a right. hangover. We didn't have to deal with any of that stuff. Right. And we had an amazing time, you know, and that right there was huge to me, man, just knowing that you were with the, the, the crew that, you know, you guys are all in one accord and, and kind of focus and why you're out there. So, but yeah, man, it, it was a phenomenal time. Uh, I, I will have uh, Jay put some, some photos in there and maybe even yep. some videos he has. Yeah. Uh, of there in the in this episode so you guys can see what was going on but uh man great time and more to come much more to come on that so but yeah we're going to get to our guests and we are um but before we do i want to always remind you go to our website the success journey show.com the success journey show.com um you'll see a facelift on our new uh, platform. If you haven't seen it already, uh, our products are still there. Uh, they're still there. We still have some products, guys. You know. Just yeah, we do. Want to, we want to sell out, right? You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we still have some. For those that are wondering if we had anymore, we still have some, right? Um, and uh, we just definitely want you guys to catch up on our previous podcast, all the whole nine. Share our podcast. Let other people around the world know we are in ninety countries now. Mm. And we hit 50 states, 90 country, 50 wow. states. That's huge. That's, That's huge. huge. So, That's huge. Yeah. This message is going around the world, literally around the world. So, yeah. all right. Without further ado, we're going to go and grab our guests. All right, travelers. All right. Like I said, we are coming to the most important and our favorite part of the show. You know, we like talking about our lives and what we've gone through and what we've been doing the last week, but we really, really enjoy this part where we get to get to talk to a guest about the behind the scenes uh, of their journey. And to 
today we have none other than Michelle Molitor. Did I pronounce that right, Ms. Michelle? Yes, sir. You got it all good. It's been all Richard right. a thousand different ways, but you got it. Oh, perfect, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on a streak. I'm on a winning streak right now. You know, I think it's like 50 episodes of pronouncing the the names right. Right. So I'm doing good. Uh, <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us uh, today. Uh, taking some time to spend with us. Why don't you share with our travelers just uh, a little bit about yourself, and then we'll go from there. Sure. So um, I have been a professional coach now for the last 20 years and a uh, professional hypnotherapist for the last five. And I combine those two modalities, those two sets of tools into what I call rapid rewiring, because in a relatively short amount of time, 30 to 90 days, I'm able to work with clients to help them literally identify the root cause of their limiting beliefs, their fears um, that have got them stuck and overtaken by self-doubt and literally build new neural pathways in their brain for greater happiness, greater success, greater well-being and peace of mind um, so that they can go and live their most authentic lives um, with greater peace of mind and and health and happiness. And who doesn't want more of that, right? So I I totally love what I do. I'm super passionate about it and um, have the joy of working with people worldwide because I've been doing it on Zoom a long time before Zoom was so in vogue. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, love it, love it. So a coach, coach, Uh, we've had a few coaches on our show that range from athletic coaches to uh, business coaches to uh, what other coach have we had on here? Uh, I think that's two. I think think those are the two. But we have one health coach, right? Health coach, yep. We have fitness instructors, athletes. We have a right away, right away. Yeah, yeah. So as you describe your your journey and your profession as a coach, can you just share a little bit more descriptively um, like how someone at the situation where someone would need to come and reach out to you for your services, like, like how would they say, Oh, I, I need to talk to Michelle. Right. Sure. So um, let me roll back the tape a little bit here, Ricky, because in my yeah. former, my former life, I was a creative director in web development and mm-hmm. the height of the dot com boom. Um, I got picked, pack and shipped from across the country to San Francisco to work for a hot.com startup. We were going to IPO the week I started. I had a golden ticket. I thought for sure I was going to be a millionaire, but the market crashed instead. Don't. Mm. <laughs> but I kept toiling and building out this team. And um, I made some hires um, of two gentlemen who uh, made it abundantly clear that they really didn't like working for a woman. And they really thought they were a lot smarter than I was. And they told me so on many occasions. And all of that really started to erode my sense of self-confidence and my sense of self-esteem and created a massive case of imposter syndrome. And ultimately it led to me getting fired. And Mm. it was devastating to me, devastating. I was like, deer in the headlights, what do I do now? And so Back then, coaching was a brand new industry. And my uncle was like, well, why don't you get a coach? I was like, huh, what? 
He's like, yeah, there's these things called career coaches now. I was like, okay, where do I find one? So through the magic of the internet, I found my first coach and, and hired her. And in the process of being coached, it was like all the cells in my body kind of came into alignment and my spirit knew like this was the work I was supposed to be doing. So mm. I took a leap of faith and I um, got trained and certified and started my company Nectar Consulting in 2001. Oh, wow. And I've been doing it ever since. And so to define coaching, um, I have done career coaching and leadership coaching. Um, it's all life coaching um, wrapped up with different labels because essentially at the heart of every leader, there's a human being, right? Yeah, um, at the heart of every business, there's a human being, somebody who created the idea and birthed this this service this mechanism out into the world and it's this part of us that gets in our way right our mm -hmm. head gets in our way of how successful we will be or we won't be and so over these last 20 years i've been very much a learning junkie um can i have another workshop please <laughs> let me <laughs> stuff my brain with more information, information and yeah. i've um i've learned so much about human dynamics and neuroscience and um, psychology and so much about what makes us tick because I wanted to know, well, why did I not have self-confidence? But my brother is infinitely confident, right? We grew up in the same household. My parents right. are still married. They're actually, they're coming up on their 63rd anniversary in like two weeks. Oh, um, wow, wow. You know, and I just, I'm like, what? Well, I don't get it. And so I've dug really deep into what makes someone confident, what creates imposter syndrome, what creates self-doubt and how that manifests in our body, mentally, emotionally, and physically. And on my quest uh, several years ago now, six years ago now, I discovered hypnotherapy called rapid transformational therapy or RTT. Mm. And in, in doing this work for myself, it profoundly changed my life in a matter of weeks. I was like, what? So mm. I went on to get trained and certified in that. And I've also been trained in another flavor of, of hypnotherapy called heart healing as well. And I combine these different modalities together, which literally enables me to go talk to your subconscious, have a conversation mm. with it, and find out what's at the root cause that created that fear, that belief about yourself that says, oh, who am I? I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I can't believe in myself. Um, whatever those limiting beliefs, that, that negative thought loops that are playing in your mind. And so when we can get at the root of them, we can eliminate the emotional charge, right? Because we've all had bad stuff that's happened to us in our lives, right? Yeah. You know, you got kicked off the team, you were bullied, someone made fun of you, you were teased. It happens to all of us. It's yeah. but what makes a difference, though, is how we internalize that situation and what we believe about ourselves in the process. So if we take those words to be the truth of who we are, oh, you're not good enough. Who are you? You don't belong then your, your subconscious absorbs it. And as a child in particular, 
we're not even conscious of it. And we just, it becomes the, the operating system in the background, just like in your computer that runs you through the world. So you're operating from this limiting belief of, oh, I'm not good enough. And so you're constantly proving yourself. And that's where the self-doubt comes in, the fear, the lack of confidence. So um, those are all the things that I help people address so that they can reclaim their confident self. They can make a stand for who they want to be now as a grown adult, instead of based on the the mindsets and the belief systems of a little of a little kid, oftentimes, right? Mm. So let me let me ask this. Um, so fear fear alone is enough to stop somebody from doing whatever they want to do, right? Yep. But now you're talking about going deeper, right? The peeling back the onions of that fear to find out what is contributing to that fear subconsciously. Yes. yes. So. Now I want to know, have you, um, when you dig up something that some, sometimes some, something that's subconscious, some people are not really, they're fearful, but they don't know what they're fearful. When you dig up that subconscious, have that ever put another block to somebody? Because now they're digging up something that they weren't even conscious about. Now that's coming to the forefront and then they have to deal with that even before they could deal with that fear. How, how do you how do you approach that one? That's a great question, Marlon. And I get that I get asked that often. Um, and what I know of working with, I don't know, thousands of people worldwide is that our mind will let us go to the places that it's ready for us to go. And not a moment before we're ready to go there. So I've done years and years and years of personal development. And I continue to do it because as you peel off an onion layer skin, there's something new underneath, right? Like, oh, I got that fear out of the way. Oh, look at that. Now I can see how this other situation, this other event in my life created another fear that's below that. So it it becomes easier and easier to process it and move it out of the way. Um, But it still can be very... um, challenging, confronting, surprising, you know, just last year, I discovered another layer of my own journey that I wasn't even aware of. I was like, huh, well, that explains a lot. (laughs) Right. And so when I'm working with clients, um, it's a very safe container, right? It's all confidential. um, And they can show up fully for who they are in that moment, happy, sad, a hot mess, not running out their face. It doesn't matter, right? Because when they get to that root event and they can look at it through a different set of lenses, it it's so empowering. They're taking back their power because they're no longer that helpless little child, right? So, so for example, um, I had a client who was physically and emotionally abused as a child by his father. Um, He went on to build a very successful multimillion dollar company before he was 30 out of his college dorm room um, until his health collapsed and he had severe adrenal fatigue. And he came to me um, even after he'd been doing lots of work with doctors and naturopathic doctors 
to heal his uh, heal himself and through our work together over 90 days he haven't had blood work done right before and then right after and what we got to was this constant driving to to be super successful was based on this emotional abuse of not being good enough and feeling abandoned and feeling mm. abused. Mm. And he had decided, oh, I'm just going to have to do it myself. I'm going to have to crush it because I'm all alone here. Mm. And when we got to that and he was able to unravel that and see it more clearly, we eliminated the, the emotional charge around it. It didn't change the history of his life. It just changed the emotional story around it. So he went from having this really potent, negative, painful story to, oh, this is just the history of me. Mm. And that's super empowering. And he's gotten his health back and built another multimillion dollar company again, you know? So (laughs) it's, it's, it's so powerful what our minds will allow us to do. Your subconscious is 90 plus percent of your brain power. And it remembers everything that's ever happened to you. It's all neatly stored in the filing system there, right? And your, your, your mind will literally wrap blankets around those painful moments because you're not able to effectively process those emotions at that point in time. So, so for example, I had something really, really painful happen to me when I was like six years old. I had no recollection of it until my brother jokingly brought it up over Christmas dinner one time about 15 years ago. And I was like, what? He's like, oh yeah, you remember when mom did blah, blah, blah. I was like, no. He's like, oh yeah. And Mm. I was like, wow, okay, that explains why I have abandonment issues and this and that and the other thing. And, but prior to that, I had no recollection of it um, because it had all been shielded from me, from Mm. myself. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, yeah, so uh, so I'm a very, (laughs) I I, I don't know how to put the word, right, to describe myself. So I'm a very I'm a person that I like to dwell on the happy times, right? And I've found that a lot of people sometimes it's hard for me to understand when someone's going through something why they don't tap into that happy place. So they dwell, yes, I understand that there's trauma, but for me, I've always asked every coach that come on here, we've had people that are doing their doctorate in um psychology. We've had all different kinds of counselors from school counselors, people that help. Um, we have all array of people. And my question to them is always why, probably a bad word to, to associate it with, but good trauma. Why don't people tap into that good trauma in times when they're low? But have you found a reason why they haven't, uh, why they just don't do that? Yes. And that's a great question, right? Um, and that takes, mental mastery, right? Mm. Um, And so it's important to recognize that your brain likes what's familiar. So if you think of someone um, growing up in the family, in the dynamics that they grow up in, think of it as a fish in a fish bowl, right? 
there's the plant, there's the little sandy castle, there's the bubbly machine, right? That's just what's in their, their environment. And right. if that, if that water that they're swimming in is toxic because you've got toxic parents, emotionally unavailable parents, abusive parents, siblings, grandparents, whatever it is, if there's someone in that environment that has a lot of, of their own um, challenges in life, that's just the water you're swimming in. It's just what you know. There's no way for you to know anything else because that's your fishbowl, right? And so if you weren't taught to see the bright side of things, if you weren't taught to constantly look for the goodness in things, it's very easy to get caught in the negativity of what's happened in your life and the woe is me and oh my gosh. And that's why so many people struggle with depression, with anxiety, with addiction, because they haven't been taught how to focus on the positive. So even if working with someone who has addiction, for example, and you, and you say to them, Marlon, well, just focus on the good things in your life. What's a good thing that's happened in your life, friend, before you became addicted? And they're like, oh, and they might find a memory and they might be able to focus on it. But the part of your brain called your amygdala, which is your fight, flight, or freeze mechanism in your brain, it's designed to protect you and to keep you alive and on the planet. And if your amygdala or Amy, I like to call her Amy, Amy loves you. She just wants <laughs> to keep you safe. But if you told Amy somewhere along the line, no, no, don't do that because that's not safe. Because if I do, if I think that happy thought, then terror will rain down on me from my dad or my mom or whatever. It's not safe. So I can't do that. And so mm. you get caught in that thinking pattern, which then builds really strong neural pathways in your mind, right? Mm. So even if you try to step away from that old thinking pattern and replace it, your mind wants to go back to what's familiar. So the power of what I do is by getting it at a subconscious level, you're able to eliminate those neutral, those emotional charges and replace them at this deeper level. Now, the secret sauce of what I do is I create what I call a transformation recording. And this Ooh. is about a 30 minute recording. It's filled with empowering thoughts and beliefs and new habits for your brain to absorb. I mix them by binaural beat music. It's really relaxing. And then you listen to it every night as you go to sleep. And even as you're falling asleep, even if you're completely asleep, your brain is always listening, right? So your subconscious is listening and taking it in and it's absorbing it like a sponge. And just like listening to a song on the radio over and over, you can remember the song words from 30 years ago, right? It's the same thing here. So we're building those new neural pathways in your mind that then become the new go-to pattern when you hit that wall of stress. Yeah. You know, I try, I tried just, just a little side note. I tried the whole <clears throat> play something while you're sleeping um, to see how it impact me. I'm studying for a test and I, uh, <laughs> and I played the um, review material in my, you know, while I was asleep. I was like, man, I know I'm going to ace this test. Yeah. And it, didn't work. It didn't work on that level, guys. You still got to go study, right? <laughs> but definitely music. I definitely know the music, the power of. I used to be a, a very, very um, 
um, close supporter and follower of Zig Ziglar. Um, and that's when I really started learning the power of uh, self-talk um, and really just stay, he'll, he'll teach on like standing in front of the mirror uh, every morning, every evening uh, and repeating a phrase to yourself about, you know, who you are and really starting to empower yourself. Um, and I remember making a audio file of it, of me saying it and putting it on my phone and I'll go to sleep with that as well. Um, and have that playing and playing and playing. And you, like you said, you'd be amazed how over time, it's not one of those quick fix things. Like people think, oh, I did it, you know, two nights. And it was one of those things that you keep no, doing. No, you got to do it. Over. You got to do it. I always tell clients at least 21 to 30 days, yes, if not longer. Yes. Right. And after yep. a while, your brain's going to go, oh, I got it. I don't need to listen to that anymore. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Um, but it, it is super, super empowering. You know, mm -hmm. despite all of the work I had done until I discovered um, this hypnotherapy, I didn't realize yeah. that I had an I'm not enough conversation. It never occurred mm -hmm. to me until the idea dropped into my head. And I was like, oh, and it just like boom, it just hit me in my yeah. heart. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, that makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. And so I would literally, I would drive, I live here in the San Francisco Bay area and I used to work with schools oh, in different yeah. ways and I'd be driving around town, you know, and it takes you an hour to get from here to there, whatever. And I'd sing this little made up song, I'm at, I am enough, I'm enough, I'm enough, I'm enough, right? I can't sing, but that's all right. And I'm a terrible songwriter. But I was very entertained by myself. And, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and, it, and it worked, right? Because yeah. as they say, you know, neurons that fire together, wire together. So yes. you can, as you're listening while you sleep, that's one way to do it. Um, you can also do it while you're walking or on the treadmill or working out yes, yes. Um, because the more you're engaging your, your physical body as you're listening to um, these types of recordings, it, it helps wire faster. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's, it's powerful stuff. Hey, you're listening to the Success Journey Show. Just a reminder, follow us on our social media at the Success Journey Show on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, you can check us out on our website at thesuccessjourneyshow.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. Talk to us about the hypnosis or the hip, hypnotherapy because you got you to gotta debunk the myths that are out there. You know, the people at the carnival... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not that, Ricky. It's not that. So essentially, gentlemen, I have a very calm and soothing voice. And as you listen to the sound of my voice, <laughs> you can get more and more relaxed in the place that you are. And so I do it all over Zoom. There's yeah. no watches involved. There's no spinning things. It's just me talking. And... Um, and having a conversation with you at this at this deeper level. And, you know, I get folks who are like, I had one, one gentleman, no one's ever been able to hypnotize me. I'm like, okay. And by the end, I literally was like clapping and shouting at him to get him to come out of this hypnotic state because he was so deep. Oh, <laughs> it was wow, really fun. Wow. I'm like, so you, you couldn't get hypnotized. He's like, 
huh, you're good. I was like, well, yeah. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm enough. I'm enough. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I, I love it. You know, and it just talking about going to the root cause of our actions. Can you share with us about just giving us as people taking time to create space for silence? Um, because I know where all these distractions, you can't listen to your subconscious. You can't listen to your inner self when you're just bombarded by YouTube and Instagram or social media, everything out there, anything you want to do at the very moment you think of it, you can do it, right? How do you talk to people about just that silence? Ah, silence is golden. Taking time to be quiet with yourself, to just literally pause, put down, step away from your devices and, and just be quiet because in that stillness, in that space in between the breath, that's the place where your intuition can drop in. Your higher self can drop in and guide you. I always like to ask a question before I go into a meditation. What's mm. needed now? And just keep focusing on that. Like as I breathe, what's needed now? Breathe, what's needed now? And it just gives me the, the, the stillness and the quiet for my intuition to drop in the nuggets, mm. right? Um, you know, I've got a new, um, self-doubt finder quiz that I created and the idea came to me and sitting in meditation and just all the information I needed, like just dropped right in. Like, How quickly can I get it out of my brain and down on paper and bring it to life? Right. And, and so every time you give yourself that space, you're training your system as well to calm down. So as you get quiet and just breathe, your blood pressure will go down, your immune system will get boosted. Um, it, it creates a, a different way of being in your body yeah. that creates literally cellular memory and then empowers you with more energy to move through the rest of your day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. For me, it's driving. I, I, I could, when I'm driving, like 500 thoughts come to my head and I start, that's, that, that's my thing. So if somebody says to me right now, hey man, I need you to drive from here to San Fran. I'm up for it because I know once I'm going there, that's my time that I, that I get to think, that I get to um, put plans, um, in place that I need to execute once I get to wherever I'm going. So I definitely understand that that uh, that quiet place, that happy place, or a place where you can just, where your mind is always, that's when your mind says, okay, let me start downloading. Let me get to that into it, that inner person and have that conversation with yourself and, and, and be true to yourself. It's very true. I know you had a question, Rick. No, I was actually going to say along the lines of that, you know, I know a lot of people, say the same thing about driving. Um, I know that's what I talk to is that it's their time, especially when they turn off the radio and you know, you're just sitting there and you're driving and you're just, you know, no distractions, no one's calling you. Um, 
all, so many thoughts can come to your mind. You're like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get home. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be this. Da, da, da. And then yeah. you park the car and you get out the car and every last one of those thoughts are gone. You're like, wait a I knew I said I was going to do this. That's what voice memos are all about, my friend. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Siri, remind me. Siri, yep. write this down. Yup, yup. So really, that's no, what no, I started no. going to. Yeah. Is so when you were on this journey of just learning, so travelers, take a pause real quick. I know we haven't addressed you guys yet in terms of just. I, I always like to like just just to let you know, Michelle, to stop and just make sure they they're they're caught up to us as to where we're going on this journey, right? And what we've heard so far uh, today. And for sort of travelers, a couple of things I want to pull out are the fact that, you know, Michelle went to the West Coast for, for a purpose um, and through just life and circumstance, it didn't work out the way that she wanted it to work out to the point where the whole self-doubt, the um, uh, imposter syndrome, I think we talked about that weeks ago, months ago, we talked about that imposter syndrome. And it caused her to be in a position of needing to do something else because she was, you know, exposed to a coach. Um, and it brought her into this journey of coaching. But one thing I love what you said, Michelle, in this journey, and we didn't really harp on this part of it, is that you became dedicated to learning this craft, right? You saw what it did for you and how you broke free from some things that were holding you down. And you say, you know, I'm going to be dedicated to perfecting this craft. And you didn't say anything about I'm perfecting it for the sake of money. You know, you, you was like, I'm perfecting this for the sake of what it did for me and what I want to be able to do for other people. And I think a lot of people look at things perfect for the monetary gain that they're going to get out of it. But somewhere along the line, money just isn't the sum of everything, right? You know, it's just not not that happiness. It's not that thing. And then you end up getting caught up in other things in life, right? So just having that love for the fact of saying, how can I impact other people's lives? She went on this journey and she she did this and now she is where she is now. Michelle, what I what I would love for you to share a couple of last last questions is share when some on this journey in coaching. Maybe it could have been a client. Maybe it could have been just an instance. Maybe it could have been a moment of you weren't singing your song, I'm enough, you know? And it was just like, am I doing the right thing? Like, I didn't get the hypnosis right, you know, this time. You know, like, just share if there's any of those moments where you maybe question, is this the right path that you should should be on? And then it's the second, the last question I'll ask you to follow up on that, talk about when it just really clicked and said, no, this is that aha moment is reaffirming you saying, no, this is that moment that, that where I should be at. Oh, no, that, that's great. Of, of course, I've had my own self-doubt along the last 20 years since hanging yeah. out my shingle as a coach. But in, in all honesty, in one of the first or second, maybe third coach sessions I ever had, it was it literally was a whole visceral body experience of just like, I, I call them downloads. I get this like, bing, the ideas just drop in. And it was just like my spirit talking to me going, this, this is what you're supposed to be doing. I was like, oh, okay. okay. 
All right, yeah. well, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out, <laughs> you know? And then the same thing happened when I discovered the hypnotherapy, same kind of feeling. And I knew, I just knew that this was the next level of mastery for me to obtain. And so when I have those moments of self-doubt and, oh, why isn't this working? I can't get it right. Oh my gosh, right? Um, I just have to pause and breathe and, and step back into that sensation and trusting the universe, trusting that everything I need is being provided for and that I'm being directed the way that I need to be directed. You know, I could have gone back into corporate America and, and made a boatload more money, right? Correct, especially San Fran. Right? Um, and to me, because of what I went through, I had such a, a, a horrible case of corporate PTSD. The thought of that was like death to me. Like, mm. I was so afraid to hand my resume to anyone and be judged. I, it literally, it created such fear and panic and anxiety. In me, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. that's, that's the real reason why I started my own company. Cause that was less daunting than trying to go get another job somewhere. Wow. Right. And so I've learned a lot along the way. I've learned what not to do. I've learned how important it is to ask for help because you can't do it all by yourself. I'm a little girl scout. I'll do it all by myself. Right. <laughs> um, and, and so, and keep trusting and keep listening to my intuition to let it guide me for the sake of being of service. How can I be of service to thousands of people this year? Right. Because money is just an outcome. It's a reward. It's an energy exchange for the work that I'm doing in the world. Right. So yeah, when you can flip it. the script and look at it that way, instead of how can I make a million dollars this year? It's like, no, how can I, how can I serve a million people? <clears throat> and, and what, what ripple effect can that create? Correct. Correct. So. Yes, 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 yes. You know, for me, I, I, I know Ricky had one last question. No, uh, I'm, I'm done with questions. Go ahead. Okay. Um, for me, it's, you know, you're working with, so many different people and this is a lot of people are losing faith in in people yes because of all the different trials and tribulations that you see that's going on in the world today and you're dealing with where you would talk to someone and find out that a person caused another person to be inoperative how do you navigate through that to still trust people have the confidence in people and still want to help people and understand what they're going through that's a beautiful question marlon um i've always inherently seen the good in people and i know it's in there to my own detriment sometimes um, <laughs> and so the key is being present with a person just as they are and just as they aren't, right? And my job as their coach and their hypnotherapist is to be the truth teller. I mean, like, mm. okay, you got some, you got some green stuff in your teeth, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> that level of candor with people, but from a place of love and compassion, 
Like you've got this belief that's really holding you back. And is that really serving you? Right. I, I met recently with someone who is in a loving relationship, but is very controlled in that relationship. Mm-hmm. But she's so afraid of her fear of abandonment is so great mm-hmm. that the thought of creating a shift is really frightening for her because she wants to take her power back, but mm. she also has made it really, really clear that she doesn't want to lose her marriage in the process. I'm like, I'm, I'm not here to change your marriage. That's completely up to you. But it's about finding the thing that's true for you. And so the challenging part of this work is when someone pulls back that onion skin and they find this brighter, shinier version of themselves, the challenges are the people in their life able to see them that way and continue to love them that way. Because you know the the, the theory of like attracts like, right? The law of yeah. attraction. And so negative emotions vibrate at a low frequency, positive vibrations, positive emotions vibrate at a higher frequency. So as someone is going through this work, you're peeling off layers, you're starting to raise your vibration higher and higher and higher and higher, right? And and if the person that you're with, say your partner, isn't willing to do the same level of work, that gap is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually someone has to take themselves away because scientifically, energetically, they can't stay because the frequency is too far apart, right? This was such an aha for me when I got divorced. I was like, Mm. oh, there's nothing bad or wrong about my ex-husband. He's a lovely human being, but I kept raising my vibration and he just wasn't. Hmm. Not it's not a ding on him. He just was where he was doing what he was doing. And he wasn't interested or ready or willing to take the same journey that I was. And the frequency got too disparate and he took himself away. Hmm. Now, hmm. in the moment, it was shattering to me. It was very sad and, and upsetting. But I've come to learn this deeper meaning of it. I'm like, okay, we're just we were on a journey together for a moment and now we're not. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Run our separate ways. Wow. Thank Man. you for sharing that. Thank you for yeah. going um, deep, uh, personal life deep um, for yeah. us. Uh, Ricky, man, take it home. This has been a yeah. beautiful um, yeah. interview for myself because it, it, it gave me another uh, understanding of from your standpoint of how a lot of people just say we try to get rid of fear and they just want to get rid of the doubt, but they don't talk about finding all the way and what they have to do to repair the person when they find what's causing doubt. So um, it was beautiful. Thank you very much, Michelle. Yeah. You're welcome. Really it's your pleasure. And just a, another level of affirmation, though I know you don't really need it because you got your song going. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm enough. <laughs> I, I, my phone, my uh, my watch, uh, uh, ding. While as you were just talking, 
And it, it was a, a mindfulness note that popped up. I've never set this setting on my watch. I don't know how it keeps popping up every day. And I, I don't have time to just It's magic. It I do magical yeah, right? things, Ricky. Yeah, right. <laughs> here we go. But here is what it says. It says, as your day ends, take a moment to be present. And after I read that, you said, hey, I need to be present with the people that I'm with. I need to be present with all that. And I'm just like, man, you know, it's just... <laughs> And just affirmation, more affirmation for people to realize it's like, guys, you know, there is an opportunity for just better, you know, but it takes work, right? It takes work and it takes intentional work uh, for you to get to that point. And, 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 and I hate to tell your folks, it gets uncomfortable, friends. Yes. But the uncomfortableness means you're going in the right direction. I always, yes. I always tell my clients, uncomfortable happens. Keep going. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man, I love it. Well, Michelle, we're so grateful to have you on today. Can you just share with our travelers where they can connect with you, whether it may be website, contact information, material, books, whatever it may be. Please share that with them now so that they can reach out. Yes. Well, you can um, come to my website, michellemolitor.com. That's Michelle with one L, Molitor, M-O-L-I-T-O-R.com. And um, I've got my free self-doubt quizzes there. You can go to the brain candy section. I got free resources. I got masterclasses. Um, I got a new free masterclass launching um, on February 7th called Ooh, Taming okay. Your Self-Doubt. So all sorts of fun stuff um, for people to learn and grow and expand their minds and their hearts. And with with that, travelers, we will see you guys next week at the same time, the same place on a success journey show. Everyone have a good one. Peace. All right. Blessings. You've been listening to The Success Journey Show, where your dreams, drive, determination, and diligence are the foundation to success. For more information, check out thesuccessjourneyshow.com. The Journey Squad is here helping you to your destination.